The Golden Mike Podcast is presented by SeaDeck Marine Products. Proudly made in the USA, customizable SeaDeck no-skid traction is non-absorbent, closed-cell EVA specifically formulated for the marine industry. For a free sample and more information, check out www.seadeck.com. That's S-E-A-D-E-K.com. And now, it's showtime. the official voice of Toad Water Sports for over a decade. His vocal tones have narrated the industry's biggest and most prestigious events in the world. With over 25 years of on-water experience, captivating charisma, and a command of his audience, presented by Sea Deck Marine Products, it's the Golden Mike Podcast, with the noise of the North himself, oh, yeah. Dano the Mano. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Golden Mike Podcast, everyone. I'm Daniel Bamano, recording down here in Orlando, Florida, with another special bonus episode for you guys. That's right, we're giving you three this month, and now it's time for some audio sunshine. This episode is brought to you in part by Performance Ski and Surf, and that's because it was recorded at Performance Ski and Surf. Just minutes from the Orlando International Airport is one of the world's most comprehensive water sports superstores. Come check out the latest gear and the best prices and most important, the staff. Best in the biz, like Kathy Williams, who will be on the podcast someday, like really, really soon. And she's a former pro wakeboarder. And you can call up Performance and tell Kathy that Dan the Mano referred you. And she's going to hook you up with a sweet deal on your purchase. That's guaranteed by me. Check out perfski.com online for more details or scope them out next time you're here in Orlando, Florida. All right, so today is going to be episode number 66, and I'm really, really excited about today's episode. It's live. We're going to be at Performance Ski and Surf. I actually uh, recorded this just a couple of days ago. I'm recording this portion post Nautique Wake Open, so I've just announced for four straight days in a row. Had the opportunity to announce with Brad Smela, who's going to be on this episode of the podcast. Some help with my pal Gunther Oka. Uh, but I want to tell you guys a little bit about what's been happening in my world since the last episode. Uh, we had the second stop of the Performance Ski and Surf Gravel Tour. Stop number one was canceled, so that's kind of a weird thing. This was actually the first stop but it's considered stop number two. Stop number one and stop three are scheduled for the same weekend later on this summer, June 10th and 11th. It was a great event. We had like 65 riders, everybody there getting prepared, ready for the wake open. Then there was the King of the Groms. That was a cable contest at the Orlando Water Sports Complex. That was the next day after Gravel Tour, so we got to see some of the boat riders over there on the cable side. Ended up being Gavin Stuckey taking a win in the Grom Pro Division, as well as in the Best Trick Contest. These dudes are on a whole nother level. The tricks that they do now in this age bracket, it's mind-boggling. And if they keep up with it, the sport is once again going to be changed in about two or three years because of the tricks and stuff that these guys are doing. Something else I wanted to touch on here was... The DVD giveaway I talked about in the Colin Wright episode, if you guys heard, I had a couple of these uh, DVDs that Colin signed the back on. He was on the back of it. Well, I got winners. Trevor Beeler and Josh Boyle are the winners. Congratulations to those guys. I'm mailing Josh Boyle's out. Was able to hook Trevor up with his 
and you guys are going to get to hear that in this podcast episode. We did some giveaways at the show. We hooked it up. We gave out two Go Pucks. We gave out like 20 C4 belts, hundreds of Bill Bucks, performance ski and surf money. C-Deck hooked us up with a ton of free swag as well. It was really, really, really great, and we appreciate those sponsors. And, of course, without them, we wouldn't be able to bring you this podcast for free twice monthly or occasionally the uh, extra bonus episode like we did last month and we're doing this month. You can find the podcast online at noiseofthenorth.com, and we are now available on SoundCloud. The Golden Mic is also on iTunes. Every episode is available. Be sure to search the Golden Mike podcast on iTunes or the podcast app on your iPhone. Hit subscribe. Click that middle button, rate and review the show. Email me if you have any issues. Golden Mike at noiseofthenorth.com. To keep this podcast no charge to you, the listener, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show SeaDeck Marine Products, Performance Ski and Surf Boulder Boats, Woodrow Sustainable Optics. Go Puck, Malibu Boats, Rockstar Energy, C4 Belt, CWB Board Company, Lead Wake, and Ronex. Be sure if you're not already doing so, follow me on social media, Instagram at DanoTMano, on Twitter at the TheDanoTMano, and at the Golden underscore Mike. Be sure you like us on Facebook, The Golden Mike Podcast. You guys know you can always message me right there, or of course, Golden Mike at NoiseOfTheNorth.com. Let me know if you guys want one of those Golden Mike Podcast dad hats that I've been selling. Did really well over the weekend at the Wake Open. Hooked up a bunch of people. Best way to get one is straight from me at an event. We do have an audio montage today. It's from stop number two of the Performance Ski and Surf Gravel Tour. After that, we're going to be right back from Performance Ski and Surf with this live episode featuring Corey Tunison, Megan Ethel, Jake Pilat, Glenn Fletcher, James Balzer, and B-Rad Smela. Hey, what's going on? I'm Jake Pilat. I'm out here at stop number two of the gravel tour. Been in the boat judging all day. This is the biggest gravel tour I've ever been a part of. It was really cool to see all the young up-and-comers riding and getting ready for Wake Open. Hey, what's up? It's Holly Clifford. I'm here at the Performance Gravel Tour. It's beautiful out. There's some sick riding going on. It's fun to watch. Hey, what's up? It's Megan Ethel. We're here at the gravel tour. Everybody is out here riding awesome, getting ready for the Nautique Wake Open. It's going to be an awesome event. I'm Toby Jacobson from Orlando, Florida. I'm stoked to take the win in Novice. Hi, my name is Henzo. I am nine years old. I'm from Ottawa, Canada, Ontario, and I just won overall division of the beginner grind. Hey, what's up, guys? Nautique athlete Tony Iconi here. Just out at the Performance Gravel Tour at OWC, checking out the future of wakeboarding. Sick day. Hi, this is Joey Lawson with Liquid Force. We're out at the Performance Ski and Surf Gravel Tour at OWC today, having a fantastic day, lots of amazing riding, good fun for the whole family and everybody involved. Hi, I'm Allison Lavera from Wake Forest, North Carolina. I just won first place in the girls' Grom division at Gravel Tour Stop 2. Jeff Langley here at the second stop of the Gravel Tour out at OWC. A little bit of wind out here today, but doesn't seem to stop any of the up-and-coming talent from being out here ripping. Good times today. Beautiful day in Orlando, so it's a great day for an event. What's up, guys? I'm Jimmy LaRich, performance ski and surf rider. Out here at the Gravel Tour, watching my boys Rocker, my cousin Joey Gallagher, fellow Hyperlight riders. We're having fun. We're hanging. We're enjoying this great Florida weather. What's up, everybody? It's Rocker Steiner from Austin, Texas. I'm stoked to take the win in boys' division here at the Gravel Tour. 
Hi, my name is Gavin Giglio from Orlando, Florida. I'm 15 years old. Just won the intermediate division out here at Gravel Tour. Super stoked. It's been a beautiful day and looking forward to the next events. What's up, everybody? It's Glenn Fletcher with O-Town Water Sports. I'm out here at the Gravel Tour watching all my crew shred and have fun and go big. I love the Gravel Tour. Hi, I'm Ian Hickbot from Townsville, Australia, and happy to take the win. First time riding the Performance Ski and Surf Gravel Tour. It's great here riding with my Aussie mate, Nathan Smith, all the way from Sydney, and riding behind the G23 Nautique. Really looking forward to the Wake Nautique Wake Open next weekend. Thank you. Trevor Hansen here, out here at the second stop of the Gravel Tour. Really excited to be out here. It's been a great day so far. Little windy, little breezy, but the boat's been awesome. The riders have been killing it. We're stoked to be out here. Hey guys, I'm Michael Williams. I'm from Winter Park, Florida. I'm 17 years old, and I just won first place in the advanced division here at Gravel Tour. The wake was super fun, and it was a great contest. Super pumped to come back again. My name is Lorenzo Zaprani. I'm 17 years old. I'm from Milan, Italy. I'm really excited to take the win at the second stop of the Gravel Tour at OWC. Hey, what's up? Brett Hargrave, Southeast rep for Ronix Wakeboards. Usually I'm uh, hanging out on shore, but had the pleasure to do some judging. I'll tell you what, those judges got a, a handful next week for Wake Open because the level of riding that we saw here today was pretty fantastic. It was no easy task. Hi, I'm Mark Goldsmith. I'm 44. I'm super happy to be here. I've just won the Gravel Tour uh, Masters Division. The competition was amazing. Just to come overseas and I'm just so happy. What's up, everyone? I'm Zara Kell from Australia. I just took out the women's division in the gravel tour. Happy to get some practice in this week before Wake Open next weekend. Hey, it's Bill Porter, founder of the gravel tour. We just wrapped up stop two. Had an amazing, amazing day. We had some of the best riders in the world show up. I think over 65 riders. You need to be out of Wake Open next weekend. There's going to be some amazing riding going on. We saw it here today. And to kick off this season like this is amazing. Performance Ski and Surf in Orlando, Florida is your one-stop shop for all towed water sports needs. As an industry leader for more than two decades, Performance Ski and Surf's pro staff will sweep you off your feet with loads of industry knowledge and the best customer service in the biz. Right now, you can order online from perfski.com and receive 10% off your entire purchase by using my promo code GOLDENMIKE, all capital letters. Whether you're looking for current or closeout gear, Performance Ski and Surf has it all. And right now with my promo code, Golden Mike, you just can't beat the deals. Performance Ski and Surf is just minutes from the Orlando International Airport or online at perfski.com. That's P-E-R-F-S-K-I.com. Presented by Sea Deck Marine Products. It's the Golden Mike Podcast with the noise of the north, Dano the Mano. Let them know that you guys are all here. Do we got a crowd here tonight at performance? Let me hear you guys make some noise. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. On the last episode with Colin Wright, I talked about uh, DVD that Colin Wright, who's my last interview, is going to sign, and we were going to give it away. I actually have the guy who won this DVD here with us tonight. Guys, give it up for Trevor. Make some noise, style master. You didn't know this was coming, did you? No. All right, well, first of all, tell everybody how I messed your name up for the last decade. <laughs> it's got an H in there, so it throws everyone off. So everybody, you know, wants it to be Bueller or Baylor, but it's Bueller, but you got it now, so. How many, how many times would you say that I've announced for you and just gone off on your last name being Baylor and just totally off? 
Uh, quite a few times, but you know, this last time around the last event, you nailed it. What I think is so funny is how long it actually took you to come up and be like, Dano, this is actually how you say my name. <laughs> All right, man. Well, here's the DVD that you won, signed by Colin Wright. So I want to say oh, congratulations wow. to you on that right there. And um, since I know you're a Golden Mike podcast listener, for those of the folks out there who've never listened to one of my podcasts, putting you on the spot, this is going to prove if he's ever listened Favorite Golden Mike podcast moment of all time, all 65 episodes. Which one was your favorite? Uh, when Scott Byerly asked you to go wakeboarding. You hear that, guys? That was over a year ago. So make sure you guys have a listen to that episode. I think that was episode number 34. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mr. Trevor Beeler right there. Nicely done. Hey, thanks, Trevor. We're going to get our riders up here. What do you say? You guys ready for uh, some pros up on stage? All right. Let's start this thing right. Let's bring her up here right now. Ladies and gentlemen, she has been named the many-time wakeboarding mag women's rider of the year. Give it up for my good pal, Megan Ethel. Yeah. What's up, Dano? What's up? You didn't you you thought this was going to be more like the WWA video that came out. Yeah, I wasn't really expecting to have it like one-on-one. Are you cool? Yeah, I'm cool. Chilling. All right, Megan. So I put together some stuff. Uh, I stoked to see you down there supporting the ladies at the uh, the Wake Open this weekend. And I know that you have been back on the water, maybe not quite ready for competition, but uh, can we expect to see you at all in 2017 back in, on uh, like the contest scene? Or you think you're taking a break for the whole year? Um, no, I'm definitely going to be coming back. Um, for Wake Open, I was planning on riding, but then I last minute decided that I needed some more time to get ready and be fully ready to just come out and kill it for the next contest. Well, what do you, watching the action this morning and being there and uh, supporting all the ladies, what did you think about what we saw? Were there any standout moments of the first day? Yeah, I mean, I was just surprised with how many ladies there were. It was awesome to see all those girls there, but... Um, all the girls are really killing it this year, just throwing more mobs, like more style. It's just really awesome to see. Does it feel good, like, having them push you like that, like, e even oh, when yeah, you come back? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's awesome to always be able to push each other, and that's what makes the sport grow. That's what makes us better, you know, just pushing each other. What I want to get down to is your, worker, your workout partner, uh, Erica Lang. That girl is like a beast in the gym. Tell me like about your guys' workouts and do you always make it to the end of them? Because I don't think I'd make it like even three seconds in. Um, yeah, I mean, Erica and I sometimes get the chance to work out together and she's a really hard worker in the gym and it pushes both of us. I feel like we have some friendly competition going on and it just pushes us both to work harder, but um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely hard to make it to the end of the workout, but it's definitely worth it at the end when you're, when you feel good and you're just ready, ready to go home. So you guys are, you guys are like working out with Justin Cobb and yeah. I keep hearing his name being thrown out. I hear so many of the riders are out there. So you get to see like the dudes training too, right? Yeah. Well, um, I actually did my first knee physical therapy with him. And then I started my second one, and then I started noticing that everybody was going to him, and it was just really cool to see. Your video, first ride at OWC, uh, it seemed like it was recepted pretty well from folks. Everyone liked it, and you oh, looked yeah. like you were having so much fun out there. I seriously was. It's, it's just so crazy, like, 
for everybody who hasn't been off the water for that long for an injury, just being back is that first ride is literally like so magical. It's so crazy to just be back and it's just crazy. Like you just can't believe it. You're like I'm I'm on the water right now wakeboarding and I haven't done like I haven't been able to do this in forever and it just it's awesome. It really is. Well, really cool. Megan, I uh, saw you recently were at the Liquid Force Free For All. You guys were down at Revolution and Ski Rixon. You were, who are you with down there, Bob and Shane? Um, yeah, for the most part, all the Liquid Force riders that were in town. Yeah, Bob, Shane, Raph, Gordon, just like the whole crews out there. Um, Aaron Grace, our manager. It was just a sick time. All right. Hey, uh, tell us about your setup. What are you wakeboarding on this year? Um, I'm riding a Liquid Force Me with Team Bindings. Social media. <laughs> On Instagram, Megan Ethel. On uh, Twitter, Megan Ethel. And Snapchat, Megan underscore Ethel. Facebook? Is that a thing uh, anymore? Yeah, my Facebook page, Megan Ethel. Give it up for her right there. Make some noise for Megan Ethel, everybody. Thanks, Megan. All right, let's move on to our next guest right now. Ladies and gentlemen, he is coach to many of the top stars in the world of Awake. Originally, a long, long time ago, he was from New Zealand. Pretty sure he's pretty much American with a New Zealand accent. Give it up for my man, Glenn Fletcher. What's up? What's up, Glenn? What's up? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, bro. It was good seeing you out at the uh, performance ski and surf gravel tour over the weekend, and your uh, your little well, she's not such a little girl anymore, but your uh, Sophia. All right, how how cool is that to see uh, Sophia out there? Your daughter on the water. It, it's different. It's uh, way more nerves. You know, when it's one of your own babies. You, you, so, do you ever get nerves when like the other riders, the guys that you're coaching, Wait, all are out? the time, all the time? Well, I mean, like, okay, are you like like today, Steel Lafferty? I know he comes out and rides with you. He hits the water. Are you, like, shaking in your boots right now? You're like, oh, no, here he goes. Oh, man. It, de it depends on how prepared they are. If they're really prepared, I'm like, we got this. You know, if they've been lazy. With Steel, you never know. You never know. He, he was pretty darn impressive today. Where did that come from? Because I thought, I basically thought Steel was just golfing and, and Snapchatting. He came in, and he was like, dude, I did good. I'm like, yeah, did you have a plan? He goes, no. So that, that's still. So maybe that was his plan, just be the guy that take it that easy. Yeah, I think he's been doing it for so many years now, he's just like on autopilot. If he thinks about it, he gets too stressed, and he's at a, a point in his career where he just wants to chill and, and enjoy being a celebrity. Pro riders, who are some of the top standout names that maybe still ride? Yeah, st let's just still, say still ride with you, that still uh, come and ride still, with you. Still Lafferty. Um, actually, Megan, when she was 12, came in for a little bit. That was really fun. She was crazy when she was 12. Okay, let me let me ask you this here, Glenn. Like, I look at a guy like Steele, and I would say, why why do you need why do you need lesson? Like, why do you got to go to wakeboard school, right? So, for anybody who thinks that they're past it, Steele Lafferty is still going, and guys like Shota Tezuka. I mean, these are world class riders. Why do world class riders continue to come to O Town? I think because I push them, you know, that, that they get into these little ruts, they want to get better, and I mean, I, I love what I do, I think they can sense that, so I push them, I kick them, and, and they get better, they grow, I enjoy it, they enjoy it. What if anybody wants to come ride with you? Uh, Fletcher O-Town. There it is, Fletcher. Yeah, there you go, hit me up that way. At Fletcher O-Town on Instagram, he's on it. Glenn. Oh, thanks a ton, yes, man, appreciate thanks, it. Anna. Guys, give it up for Glenn Fletcher. From O-Town. Yeah, boy.
All right, we're gonna keep this thing going. More stories here. Our next rider, ladies and gentlemen, he is your current reigning and defending WWA Wakeboard World Champion. Give it up for my man, Corey Tennyson. <laughs> the champ is here. That was me, Dano. What's up, Dano? How you been, bro? Good to see you back in the States. I saw you at the, uh, the Malibu Pro Card qualifier a few weeks ago. Not riding, you were hanging out. <laughs> yeah. um, but you, you had an awesome winter from the social media that I was following, dude. Congratulations on the Moomba Masters. Thank you. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun event. So. Talk a little bit about Moomba Masters and uh, what, what makes that event like pretty special and different than any other events. Personally, for me, I think Moomba is like one of the best events that uh, we get to compete in throughout the year. I mean, one, um, it's obviously in my home country, so I'm a little biased to that. But... It, uh, there's not many events that we go to and you're riding right through the heart of a main city and there's a couple hundred thousand people cheering and screaming and uh, pretty much going crazy. It's one of the only events that you really get distracted by how loud the people are on the shorelines. And um, yeah, it's just, it was pretty cool. I got to compete in um, the best trick event at, the, at night. I can't remember what night it was. Um, but like when, when I'm normally competing, like I'm just like thinking about what I need to do and I'm kind of like in the zone, people could say. Um, and you don't really notice and, t notice and take in um, everything that you're doing, but the night, the night contest was uh, kind of a fun thing and uh, you like, you get sat down at the end of the course and let the water settle down. And um, as I was sitting in the water, I just kept looking around and there was literally a couple hundred thousand people on the banks, and it was insane. And you just feel the voices, can't you, when you land like a trick? Yeah, and it's like, you just, we, we don't get to experience events like that often, so uh, to have that event in the schedule every single year, um, and for it to be pretty close to home in Australia, it's only like a two-hour flight from where I'm from, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Cool, man. Well, I want to talk about um, finals at Moomba Masters, and... The wake to wake 1080. Uh, yeah, finals. Finals is insane. I mean, um, I think that was one of the best ride, ridings we've seen across the board in finals um, for a very long time, and um, I think it's just a preview of what we're going to see all of 2017. What do you think? Some tricks that we can expect to see. What do you think? Some of the, like the most impressive tricks this weekend that the crowd will be able to see go down wake to wake. I mean, we're obviously gonna. I think wakeboarding's in the double flip stage right now, so I think everyone's trying to trying to go out and throw doubles. Um, can, can we can we expect to see anybody challenging you? Like right now, you're the only guy throwing that wake to wake 1080 in proper contest runs. It seems like. I mean, now you've done it what two or three times? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's a lot of people that can do them now. But will um, we see it this weekend? I definitely think so. I mean, I know Harley's been doing them. I know Nick's been doing them. Um, and there's probably a couple of other guys that are keeping it on the download as well. So um, I, th I think we're definitely going to see a lot of doubles and a lot of tens and mob sevens. And yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be wild. All right. Well, my head's getting scrambled with wakeboard talk. I, I want to talk about something else here. Yeah, let's, let's move on from wakeboard. Um, <laughs> I, I saw that over the winter, your summer, 
you had the chance to get out on the boat with some really, really famous people. Um, I saw you took John C. Riley out wake surfing on your boat. And everybody here know who John C. Riley is? Everyone out there? You guys all know who he is? Step Tell, Brothers. Everybody here? Anybody here ever see Step Brothers? Dr. Steve Brule? Anyone know who that is? Anyways, this dude is like mega star comedian. <laughs> and this guy right here had him on his boat. I, okay, first of all, leading into the story, Mick Fanning, right? Yeah. Okay, um, this is so Mick Fanning. So this is the kind of story you get from this guy. He's going to say, oh, yeah, so I get a phone call from Mick Fanning, right? <laughs> telling me John C. Riley. All right, I don't want to tell your story. Uh, tell the story for everybody. That's, that's pretty much exactly how it happened. Um, I obviously met Mick uh, through Red Bull a couple years ago, and uh, we trained with the same personal trainer for the last couple years, so I've gotten to know him pretty well. And um, Yeah, he called me. Um, he, was like com he was coming out on the boat um, regardless. And he ended up calling me. He goes, "Hey, I got I got one of my mates in town. His name's John. Can you come on the boat?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't care. Like, whatever. It's gonna be a fun afternoon." And then, a couple of hours later, John C. Riley turns up, and um, yeah, it was it was pretty wild. It actually happened not this summer, last summer, uh, back home in Australia. But um, but yeah, I keep up with his son on Instagram and follow him on social media and stuff and they're just like constantly traveling around the world and living did, the did life. Did John wake surf? Uh, no, John was actually playing playing the dad role. He was uh, really, really careful of his so son. There wasn't he didn't want to hurt his son or anything like that. It was kind of funny because you see him in movies and he's like the craziest guy doing like the craziest things or whatever. And then when the cameras go away and uh, when people aren't watching, he's just like this normal dude that is like super careful about his fam, like loves his family so much and doesn't want to see his son get hurt and um, yeah it was like it was cool to see that you can act like that cameras completely change people and it's nice to know like the people behind the scenes and behind the cameras tell everybody where they can find you on the internet uh, social media wherever yeah so pretty much all across the board, Instagram, social, um, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook. It's just all at Corey Tunison, and um, yeah, you'll find me there. Guys, you'll find him there. You'll find him at the contest, the Nautique Wake Open this weekend. Give it up for my man, Corey Tunison. Thanks for having me, Dana. Appreciate Thank you, it. sir. Thank you. All right. I'm going to bring up my next guest right now. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the current cover boy of wakeboarding magazine give it up for old reliable jake pilat dude wakeboarding mag the cover how dude we had manila man you didn't even tell me dude when how long have you known you've had the cover of wakeboarding mag um i think i found out about a month ago that we were gonna try to make that happen and about three weeks ago i found out that it was actually gonna happen so Pretty exciting stuff. Um, so tell us about the cover, uh, who shot it, where did you shoot it, uh, the process, what all went into it? Yeah, so we went up to Alabama. It was me, Murray, and uh, Rodrigo, and Sean Perry when he was the editor of Wakeboarding Magazine. And um, we went up there to just do this trip and ended up getting some really cool stuff. And one of them ended up on the cover. Well, with that crew, I could see that trip going one of two ways. Were there any kind of shenanigans, or was it all business? It was definitely not all business. 
All right, I like it. I like it. What, what, what like, what were some of like the fun stuff that you guys like? What, like, what is there to do up there? Um, basically, we spent almost the whole day just out riding on the lakes and stuff. It was a really cool lake we were on. But um, Murray actually had set up uh, these people that were gonna let us use their boats, and they ended up cooking us dinner every night and taking really good care of us and showing us around, and it was really cool. Very cool, man. Hey, so you're spending a lot of time uh, out at Lake Ronix. You are one of the go-to guys from what I, old reliable from what I understand. So I hear you guys have some new stuff going on. Can you tell me a little bit about what's going on out there at the lake? Yeah, we just actually tore down our whole bi-level setup and rebuilt the whole thing and made it a lot more fun to ride and it's, uh, it's really cool. Tell us about today. Tell us about your run. To, I know you and unfortunately didn't make it through you you're one of the coolest guys about it though i mean what do you like sneak away somewhere flip out and then come out with a big smile or are you seriously just that cool um i mean i don't really freak out or anything i just it's not that big of a deal to me i mean i, w I would like to do well but it's not the end of the world if i don't so there's next time right there's always next time and you're still working can we expect to see you in the boat doing some judging this weekend yeah, tomorrow morning and Saturday morning, I'll be out doing some judging as well. Very cool. And uh, you were out at the Performance Ski and Surf Gravel Tour over the weekend doing some judging. And Gravel Tour is kind of where you got your start, right? For sure, yeah. So how does, it, how does it feel making that transition from rider and now still being a part of it to being a judge of that contest? It's really cool because I, I feel like when I was riding in it, I wasn't around as much to see all the other divisions riding and everybody involved. And it's cool getting to see all the behind the scenes of what goes into it and as well seeing all the young riders that are everything from, you know, the Grom division to the junior pro riders that are riding and um, outlaw. So it's cool to see everybody riding and having fun and it's really awesome. It is awesome. All right, and you are one of those guys who does both cable events and uh, boat events. So you broke into pro men in boat this year. Uh, tell everybody how you finished off in the Wake Park Series. Yeah, in the Wake Park World Series, I went to all the stops and did decent at most of them and um, ended up finishing in third place overall. Um, I was really pumped on that. It was pretty unexpected. So uh, Moving into 2017, can we expect to see you still running these cable events? And if so, uh, do you have any strategies to kind of keep yourself up there near the top? Um, yeah, I've been riding a lot and I will be doing all the Wake Park World Series stops and a few other cable events as well. Um, and my biggest thing is I've just been having a lot of fun riding, and I feel like that has helped me learn a lot as well. So um, hopefully that translates into contests this year. Absolutely. Dude, Jake, thanks a ton, man. Before I let you go, uh, tell everybody where they can find you other than the cover of Wakeboarding Magazine. Um, my Instagram name is Jake underscore Palat. Hey, guys, if they've got any issues here at Performance, he'll sign them for you before he goes home. Give it up, your current, cur your current cover boy of Wakeboarding Magazine, the one and only Old Reliable Jake Pilat. Thanks, Dano. Hey, thanks, Jake. All right, we're going to get our first wake skater up here. I feel bad because he's just getting into com he's just starting to converse. He made it here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is one of... Uh, the all-time greats in the world of wake skate, one of my uh, longtime pals in the world of 
Water Sports. This is Jimmy Balls. Give it up for James Balzer, everybody. What's up, guys? How you doing? You made it. I'm sorry for rushing you no, here. No, that's fine. You know, it's a bit of a bit of traffic out there that I created myself, but we made it. That's that's all right. Did you bring anybody with you here? No. Do no, you no one. Look in this crowd. Do you know anybody in this crowd? Yeah, we got a handful of Canadian grommets. We got uh, we got Gunther over there, who's like my youngest best friend I've ever had, so that's pretty good. These and two guys right here, these are yeah, the Yeah, those are a bunch of my boys from at home. There's a, we've been doing a bunch of Canadian national team stuff down here, so uh, there's a bunch of the boys have been hanging out all week here, so yeah, it's Beautiful. been good. Well, Canadian national stuff is actually on. I've got, I want to talk about wake skating. I also want to talk about wakeboarding and stuff because uh, I know that as, just like a bottle of fine wine as you mature, um, you are starting to dabble, get your toes wet, so to say, in the industry, in some more event organizing on a sort of a level. I heard you had some involvement in, was it Canadian Nationals or? Yeah, well, just the last couple of years with the, like, the whole family deal and everything, just been trying to do a lot more stuff at home and just trying. When I was a young kid growing up, there was a really big wake scene back at home, like a grassroots scene in Canada, like Mike McComb, a guy that's involved with a lot of like the national and world events that go on now. He had a really good grassroots thing going on back there. And there's been a big gap because all the riders like myself that were part of it back then all took off and had really good careers in wakeboarding. We were able to do a lot of stuff like Henshaw, Rathy, myself, a lot of the guys from where we grew up. So we've all been down here for so long. Now I'm finally back home doing a bunch of stuff up there with my cable park. And we've been able to host a handful of different events. We just had Canadian Nationals two years in a row and just uh, doing a lots of grassroots stuff and trying to build all these young groms that are hanging out here into up and coming riders so they can get a slice of the pie too. So it's a lot of fun. That's right. Well, you, Canada, you guys are you guys are definitely um, developing some some phenomenal riders out there. But you you are right. For a long time, it seemed like a lot of the biggest names were coming out. The guy, you know, like the heavy hitters were all the Canadian names. And you know, right now on the top of the wakeboard scene, you got a lot of those Australian names right there. So. Yeah, well, they got to hit a lull at some point. It'll, it'll happen sooner and later. You know, it's funny, when I came down here, like when I was first coming down here, it was really a lot of like like Sanders and Watkins and Ike. I was living with Ike when I first came down here, and it's crazy to see. Like, I came in with like Dean Smith and Scotty Broom and those guys, like their era of guys, and now you see this new group of Aussies coming in, and man, those boys are on it. So That's it's right. a lot of fun. Let's talk more about Canada. What do you think about my shirt? Describe my shirt to everybody. Yeah, Ben Squad. We're uh, we got a lot of good things going up there for our boy Ben. It's pretty crazy to see what can happen out there riding. You know, it's the first time I've seen Brad in a long time too. Getting to see him here, and a lot of people don't know this, but I had a scare with my neck like almost a year ago. To like a, in a week from now, I had a compression fracture on my C6, and I w had a scare kind of like that, and I felt fine. I was walking around for a while, and finally went and got X-rays and found out. You know, like. It can happen that fast, so we got a bunch of good stuff going on. We're doing a fundraiser up there, uh, May Long Weekend for Ben and Kelowna. They're doing a bunch of stuff up there. Um, How can people find out information about yeah, that? Yeah, Keaton Roper's got his Instagram going. He's been putting a, lo a lot of stuff on there. Um, you can probably see some stuff through um, my Instagram, too. And just, I mean, follow the Ben Squad hashtag. That's the best way to keep up to date with everything that's going on. Just hashtag Ben Squad, and then uh, you can keep up to date with whatever he's got going on there. And... Uh, 
be aware of like what these guys are going through. So yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, um, let me see here. So I, what I want to talk to talk to you about because I'm guessing I know you're 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 competing Wake Open this weekend yeah. on the boat. Yeah, I don't coming wake in skate. real cold. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. That's Gonna fine. Do but, it. but you are in this part of the of uh, North America because you I would just have to assume had something to do with the Wake Skate Tour up in Valdosta over the weekend. Yeah, I was up there for that, so I just I was able to hit a couple weekends in a row, so I came down, finally hit the Wake Skate Tour up, and it's been like a year or two since I've been able to make one. Like, it's hard for me to sync up a schedule to come down here, hit a boat contest, hit a, like, a Wake Skate Tour contest, and man, it was a blast. Valdosta was awesome up there. We had a really good time, and the riding was uh, pretty crazy. A lot of new faces I haven't seen of guys that were just ripping. Dude, the final, the podium, man. Uh, you, uh... I, uh, all right, I actually had to write it down here because there's two names that are so new, it seems like, to the scene there. Well, Daniel Grant took first place. Did Daniel Grant win wakeboard too? Uh, I don't think he won any of the wakeboard ones. I mean, he was, for a young guy that has pretty bad cardio, he was pretty out of breath because he was just running. He was riding a wake skate heat, running over riding a wakeboard heat and and just running back and forth but he uh, he made it happen on the wake skate and he definitely did some stuff that we've never seen him do before like it was really cool he went out there like he did kickflip front lip and then he was hitting the pole jam that was out there doing like 50 back threes off the pole jam doing a lot of stuff that like he hadn't done in years past because he's always comes in each year and he just changes it up and it's really fun to see so yeah it was sick to see him win and uh yeah it's good super diverse guy you think that uh what what do you think would happen let's just say like Let's just say, like, um, Daniel um, Grant moved to America and just got into, like, the Mike Dowdy regime. What do you think would happen? Uh, first, he would have to, um, like, understand what a fin is because I don't think he's ever rode with a fin. So in order to come down here and, like, hang out and do the boat thing and do all those other things, I mean, I think it would just be a major game changer. But I don't know if anybody would really give up the program that Daniel Grant's got going on. He's got it pretty good. So he's got a pet pig. He, he lives in Thailand, which is where we would like to go for a vacation. So he, yeah, he's got it pretty good. He's got it pretty good. All right, let's keep talking about um, Wake Skate Tour because Daniel Grant is going to be on the podcast. Oh, nice. Yep, I'm actually going out to Henny's place to interview Daniel on Tuesday. We set that up months ago. Daniel's got, like, you've got a schedule Oh, yeah. So I'm you penciled gotta, in. You got to pencil them in. A pencil, use, yeah, not pen them in. No, 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 pencil no. it in. I'm penciled in. Yeah. And I know it. Um, all right. So Cole Crace and Jake Ramsdell. Who yeah. are these guys? Yeah. Well, Cole's a kid from uh, the West Coast. From I think he's in like Arizona or ca like California somewhere, like Southern California. And Cole's been ripping for a while. He's been coming to the Wake Skate Tour stops for a while, and he's he's really been dialing it in over the years. And he just showed up. Like I was in his qualifying heat, I think early on, or one of his practice heats, and he was just firing from the get go. Like so many good trips, tricks. He was just hammering out a bunch of different lines, and just really consistent. And that's kind of what it comes down to. Like at the Wake Skate Tour stops, you don't got a lot of time to put down lines, and you got to always link them up like you're coming out of the pool you got to do your hardest trick at start and then you got to hit a flat bar or something at the end that you still have to make count so if you go down on a basic trick there it's kind of like oh your kickflip board slide or whatever is just gone 
You know, you're starting from scratch. So he was ripping out there. It was super sick to see him. And then Jake Ramsdale, I mean, he, this guy's just kind of like a, a freak of nature. You know, he comes from a background you would probably really like. I actually you know, know him. In background. I, I actually yeah. know him. I, I, was, yeah. I actually gave Jake Ramsdale shoe ski lessons in 2003. His parents paid me in polls. Wow, yeah, wow, that's pretty yeah. good. Well, so he doesn't shoe ski anymore, and uh, <laughs> now he's podium at the Wakeskate Tour stops. He rips, you know, you see him out there behind the boat sometimes and a couple other places, but yeah, yeah, he's on it. And I don't know if you guys have seen on Instagram, you got to check out Jake's Instagram or mine. I'll put it up sometime. But that guy got racked so hard on a kickflip board slide and just took it like a champ, just choded it hard and just flipped right out. It was classic. Yeah, I watched classic. it. Classic sack. I've watched it. Uh, I probably watched it at least ten. I've watched it on a few different feeds, actually. Yeah, ten times easy. Because well, yeah. I had to keep going back. Because when I saw Jake's name on the podium, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is this the same guy? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, he kills it. He's he's awesome. I give him tons and tons of props. Okay, so the event you had the uh, yard sale going on, which was the uh, the the uh, Valdosta uh, weight compound like wakeboard contest I believe it took the place for um, uh, Shred Towns event this year yeah so that was pretty sick the guys were the setup was pretty crazy there was a lot of aggressive stuff that uh, that the guys were having to just send it off you know classic Aussie Aaron Gunn was just like hit this super high thing over and over again and I was just like for the lot like it was hurting my knees like my knees hurt sitting there from watching him do that. But uh, it was pretty fun to be hanging out there, you know? The setup was really good. There was a lot of good good riding going down. And it was pretty cool, like a lot of different obstacles. Like, I saw a photo come out today of Mitch on Instagram of him hitting a, an obstacle there that I didn't even know was there. Mitch Langfield? Yeah. Was I, there? Yeah, he was there, of Who course. Who wasn't there, Aussies. man? This is... Jeez. Insane. I can't believe I was here. I had, I had, some big, I had a big uh, weekend of events here, but man, insane. So let me ask you, dude. Could, do you think this is the future? Do you think bringing wake skate events and wakeboard events, do you think that's a good thing? Or do you think just maybe a one-off here or there? Because to me, dude, you know, man, I was there back in the old days. You know, I used to, when we did the Byerly tour uh, up through Canada, I was up on board for that in the early days of, like, wake skate contests. And I loved them, and I loved seeing the progression. And I, I would love to see wake skating back on a bigger scale than just the few heats of boat riding and we get to see it every contest. Yeah, well, you know, the Wake Skate Tour is a really cool format. Um, it's kind of like you're sitting there, everything's up close and personal. I mean, it, it, there's always going to be just ebbs and flows. I feel personally like the boat riding is a lot of fun. It's something I've always focused on and it's kind of got streamlined and so extreme, like the same as it has with wakeboarding. You see guys like Corey and all these guys that are on like another level of wakeboarding behind the boat and it's just not obtainable for a lot of the like everyday just weekend warriors out there, right? When you go and see these like cable parks with the system, the guys are able to come and ride and see these winch draw or like drop setups. They're not even winch drops anymore. And they can come and ride them. So they watch the guys ride them and then the heat's over and they can come out there and ride again. It's the same thing we got going on back at home. Like I got a system up there, we have a contest and then you set the bar and then whatever you did to win the contest, all the local kids just show up, they watch it and that's what they want to be doing. So it's really like helps that that part of the sport grow. It's just cool to see it go a couple different directions, you know? Absolutely, man. Um, how about the family? Um, through your, uh, well, you're, you're not very active. You're not to I mean, you're on there, but you're not too crazy. You don't live your life through, uh, no, through I Instagram just, uh, or Facebook yeah, my at all. Wife, 
My wife's a pretty Instagram savvy old lady, you but know? Dude, you've got some really radical dudes, right, at home. Tell everybody about your rad dudes at home. Yeah, so I got two kids. I got River and Crew. Um, and they are how old? Th they're uh, six and four, even though they look like they're just the same age and 35 pounds. So um, they're pretty small, but they like doing a lot of sweet stuff. So, I mean, pretty well. My wife is lucky to be able to stay home with them every day and just keep them busy, and they are just always on a tear, whether it's going from the dirt bike to the skate park to the lake. Like, River's been hounding me the last, like, month. Like, when are we going to go ride? When are we going to go to the cable and go ride? And it's like, I'm sorry they don't make a wetsuit thick enough and small enough for you to be out there. Like, they just want to go. So They love it. They're like busy. their old man. Yeah, yeah, they keep me busy. So you, it's you deserve it, man. Yeah, you really sure. do. <laughs> you earned it. All right, um, and the body gap, I saw. You're letting your kids jump you on bikes. Yeah, well, it's kind of this thing I started a while. It's like jump your kids before they jump you, right? We got a couple different sayings that we've been able to, like, a couple life lessons that we live by. First, fun costs blood. Everybody knows that. You got to pay to play. And my kids show up daily with just a handful of blood from wherever they found it, put a little streak under your eye, and you made your payment for the day, you go on your way. Fun costs blood, and you know what? If you're not willing to let your kids jump you, you don't, you don't trust your genetics. That's basically the way I look at it. I gave them good genes, and they should be able to jump me. So it's basic. There you go. What do you, he's a parent, folks. What do you think? Uh, moms, dads. Who wants this guy to babysit their kids, right? Yeah, half of these guys do let me babysit their kids. It's ridiculous. They're like, they're like hmm, so that's what we've been doing <laughs> wrong all these years. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, uh, strategy this weekend, wake open? Yeah, well, just coming down to ride. I mean, we've had a crazy winter back at home. It's just been lots of snow and a long winter. Usually, that doesn't like, keep you off the water. No, usually it doesn't keep me off the water, but it was frozen, so it kept me off the water. So You're still out there. I was out there here and there. I was riding for a couple weeks before uh, I came down here, just getting, it, just getting my feet wet, you know, even though I pretty well didn't get wet because it was just so cold. But, uh, yeah, just, just uh, trying to get back into the swing of things. Come down here and ride. I got Masters in a couple weeks that I'm getting to ride in, so that's always a blast. And, Will uh, your Masters dreams come true this year? I don't know. I've been hunting You've it. Been you know? so close, I've been man. hunting it a lot of second places, and uh, so it just would be nice to get back up there on the box and just uh, come and enjoy it, you know? I could so. see that evening you out. You're kind of walking with, like, a little uh, catwampus yeah. these days. That yeah. ring might level your shoulders back It would out. be nice because I don't have a wedding ring. Did you lose um, it? Yeah, I lost it. Um, no, I ha actually, I lost one. I have another one, but it bent because I rode in it, and I bent it, so it's just a little D-shaped, and then it got stuck on. And Hey, what's your strategy for getting a, a stuck ring off your finger? Just stick it in a well, some butter? Seen a, no, not butter. I just, uh, I just like to uh, not put one on. Hey. And if you act crazy and weird enough, girls don't come up to you anyway, so. True that. It's fine. Hey, so you are on Instagram. Tell the people, or if you have any other websites, anything, tell them where they can find you on the internet. Yeah, pretty well. Just Instagram, Snappy Balls, and uh, Candy Balls is where all the good stuff is. So, That's his wife. That's not gross. That's my last name. It's not gross, you guys. So, Hey, grow up, you people out there. Yeah. Grow up, all right? <laughs> guys, give it up for this man right here. Make some noise for James awesome. Balzer. Thanks, Balzer, thanks, dude. Hey, that was cool. He, he rushed out here all the way from uh, Henny's place, so we appreciate that. All right, our final guest for the evening, unless I see Harley pop his eyes in here. We're gonna bring this man up. He is the 
living legend of legends. He's going to be on the microphone here with me this weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for B-Red Smela. What's up, Brad? Hey, what's up, Dano? Good to be back up here and you know, both of us with a microphone in front of our faces. Great. Not a bad thing. All right, B-Red, welcome back to the States. You've been here since mid-March. Uh, you came back for a wedding. Yeah, so one of my best friends from over here, uh, Alex Brown, who has been, had been competing for a long time back when, when I was first coming here, back in 2004, I first met him. And I uh, came over to be the best man and MC at his wedding. So that was a fun time. Um, and, uh, you know, I, obviously I always enjoy being on the mic and, and a challenge like that. You know, being a best man, there's obviously a, uh, a bit of a standard of, you know, the speech that has to be told and things like that. And so that, that was a really good time. And it was a beautiful wedding. It was, it was really fun. Well, I'm sure if it was anything like the speech you gave at, uh, at the... Um Wake Awards, there was probably a lot of laughs and maybe even a couple of tears. Yeah, there might have been a, a tear or two, but there was definitely, a, I tried to keep it light. I, uh, you know, obviously you got to take the mickey out of your, out of your friend and, and that one, uh, tastefully. Yeah. But, you know, it was great. It, I had a good reaction from everyone there and some great compliments afterwards on it. And, and so, yeah, they, he, was, he was pumped on, on how I did and, and I just had a great time. I was really, really happy for them. Um, all right, so Lake Ronix, you're staying out there. They've got you being accommodated, but uh, I heard Brett uh, from Ronix Hargrave snaked your old bedroom that they had over there. So uh, what, what's going on? They, they got you in the farmhouse. Yeah, I'm in there in Miss Betty's. Well, we started calling it Miss Betty's after Brett was there uh, working on it a bunch, and he's moved in in the little, uh, the little apartment unit on the side, which is where I stayed last time. But I love it in the house. That place has got so much character, and it's awesome. They still don't have a shower set up, so I get wheeled outside on the concrete and hosed off every morning. And I actually, I love it. It's, it's the closest thing I get to diving into the lake, you know, off the back of a boat, getting that cold water over your head and just really refreshing. And yeah, it's really cool. It's, have, it's have, fun. Have the boys got you back in the lake yet at all? Or? Uh, no, we haven't done anything uh, with getting in the water yet. I'm thinking of actually maybe just getting in a swimming pool. We've got a swimming pool out there at the new house and... Uh, I mean, that place is on lockdown when no one's there, so you kind of got to pick and choose your timing. And obviously, I need a bunch of people around when I'm doing it to get me in and out. So I might do that. And might, maybe I'll do it over at Rossiter's place, as I did last year. And yeah, that was, was just so a jealous, lot of fun. man. I, 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 we announced together, and then I fly out to some event or something. I, I had to leave. And literally, like the next day, you. And the coolest people in the world all hanging out in a pool. That's like the only time I ever want to be in a pool full of dudes. That was, that was at that point, yeah. I mean, that, at that point, that was the, the happiest I'd probably been, the biggest smile I'd had on my face since, uh, since my accident. And really, you know, as you said, as much as, um, you know, being in a pool surrounded by a bunch of dudes, actually, Harley Clifford got really close. He, uh, at first, everyone was cautious. You know, we had to get me in the right position, sitting there comfortable and floating safely. And... As, people, as we got more and more com comfortable, people started sort of drifting off and going swimming around doing their own thing. And then next thing we know, it's just Harley embracing me from behind and keeping me in a uh, pretty bromantic position. So I might actually post that photo up on Instagram coming soon. So just 
check that one out. Yeah, please do, B-Rad, please do. Um, hey, I want to talk about, um, since you've been here, you've been back at the lake with the Ronix crew, uh, have, you, have you got, like, been a- playing any kind of part in uh, the day-to-day business? Yeah, it's been, it's a, a bit of a learning experience and, and a bit different for me because when I was there before my accident, you know, I was a bit of a leader, but I wasn't a leader that barked orders or told people to do anything. I was sort of more leading by example and people would join in and, and you know, we'd, we'd get things going nicely. But this time, obviously, without being able to do that, it's sort of more, I have been having to take a little bit of a foreman role and try and, you know, just try and make sure things are getting done. I mean, the guys are on top of it out there. Obviously, old faithful Jakes, he's, he's out there all the time, crushing it, working hard, rock and chat. And, and all the boys have been putting a, a bunch of work in to get that that new build finished. But we were we were down to the wire and I was getting stressed out sitting there not being able to help out and watching them going, all right, guys, you got to pick things up and let's get this done before the photo shoot next week. So, uh, no, but that's been great. It's been great being back out there. And I'm really just sort of looking and kind of feeling around to, to what sort of role I might be able to have out there because I do want to keep coming back to the States more and more often. And, and I think, you know, there, there could be a position for me there and, you know, as a, a bit of a foreman or just helping organize things and doing what I can do and, and still being a part of the, you know, the gang out there. It's great. The WWA Rundown. I saw you uh, on there ho- doing a little hosting with Murray. That was a good time. Yeah, it's actually, I think the first time I'd been to to Murray's place actually into his house. I'd been out on the lake and seen it from, from the lake Never before, invited you in before. Thanks, Murray. Yeah, yeah cheers, bro. <laughs> no, no, it was good, though. Um, it was cool to, to get on the mic. And, and the way things f- flowed was really, like, it just went so naturally and, you know, all we had was a little bit of a hint at the start, just, hey, like, start it off in this way and introduce them this way. And then we were just off from there asking questions that came to mind. And it was just, it was a good time. I hope you guys got to watch that and get a bit of an insight into what these guys are up to coming back from injury and sort of, you know, the writing that's going on. So that's been, um, that was fun. That was a cool experience. And as I said earlier, that's the type of stuff I want to get into a bit more. And so I really enjoy that. Hey, cool. Yeah, well, well, you know, feel free. We can be on the podcast anytime you want, my friend. So. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking forward to this weekend, Dano, joining you on the mic. Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon. So that's going to be a good time. And, I'm, you know, I hope you guys all get to come out and, and check things out at Wake Open. And you know who's been holding it down for you while you are, uh, while you're uh, <laughs> waiting yeah, well, I'm waiting see, for you? I did see a picture actually um, posted today of Gunther out there on the mic. So, I mean, I figure... You know, maybe from time to time you have different people jump up there. I know Dino used to love jumping up on the mic, whether he does that still. And probably, you know, it's, it's cool. Um, I mean, that's how I got into it. You know, you and Nick Weinicke were doing it. He went to take a lunch break. I was like, cool, I'll jump on and help out for a little bit. And the rest is history. And that was the day that I decided I would never take a lunch break again. <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm just joking, but seriously. But at the, at the same time, you know, it's a great opportunity to get there to get to all the different events. So what do you, let's ask him, what do you think, Gunther? How, Gunther Oka is holding the microphone here for B-Rad right now, and Gunther's been on the microphone. What do you think about your fu- your first full day announcing? Yeah, it was a pretty good time, Dano. I think we thoroughly enjoyed it. But, uh, yeah, definitely a different perspective sitting up in the tower, watching everybody do their runs and calling it out as you see it. So, it What do cool. you think, B-Rad, three-man team? Hey man, I'm down. You know we can uh, we can chop and change, switch things out. I mean, definitely things are going to be hot over the weekend. Just and don't I'm, take a lunch break. No, 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 <laughs> no lunch breaks. So, yeah, all right, it's going to be a good time. But um, yeah, I, and I don't know what you got lined up in the questions there, but I wanted to bring up um, Ben Leclerc as well. You know, yes. I heard you speaking about him with uh, I wore your Jimmy shirt Balls today. earlier, and um, 
I actually, it, it was really cool, you know, obviously I, I had a good feeling of, of what Ben's been going through and um, released the video at the start and sort of reached out and spoke with his family and, and things like that. Just helped however I could, just with advice and contacts and however I could, and, you know, obviously Henshaw was at the helm there just crushing it with organizing things. And, um, but just last week I actually got to speak with Ben for the first time um, since his injury and that was that was really cool he was in in good spirits and and he was actually telling me about a little bit of extra arm movement that he's got back in his left arm because he's he's got some decent movement in his right arm not a lot in his fingers but um, his left arm was kind of lagging similar to how mine is as well in terms of strength and but his is really really starting to come through and getting a bit more strength and movement in that left arm which is really cool to see that progress continue and you know, it's hopefully at, at the moment he's in a um, in a rehab center, living full time. I think he's got a few more months of that before he uh, starts to look at going home. And um, but yeah, I, I'd like to obviously I'm going to try and keep in touch with him as much as I can and and uh, get him involved in some of the the fundraising campaigns that I've got coming up. And well, and I, you know, I was gonna I was gonna bring that up too because I know last time I had you on the podcast. Um, you talked about the charity efforts have kind of been refocused, not so much on you. You kind of basically broke it down. You're in a pretty good place financially right now, and your focus has been uh, raising money and awareness for other people in similar situations to you. So where are you at with the charity efforts? Yeah, so the you know obviously initially it was an incredible the amount of support I got, and and it was amazing how the stars aligned. I mean, it's it's kind of a long story, but I ended up with the ICU stay that I had, the the uh, rehab center I had up a uh, stay I had up in uh, Shepherd Center, as well as all my healthcare and stuff covered back in New Zealand. Like I got extremely lucky to have all of those things covered, um, just through like Florida Medicaid and a scholarship to be at Shepherd Center. And so I was extremely lucky that all the money that was raised is something that can actually go to my future and not just got soaked up into medical bills. Um, but yeah, I've sort of I've joined forces with a, a foundation in New Zealand called the Catwalk Trust, um, started by a horse rider named Katrina Williams, and it's the biggest uh, spinal cord injury trust we have in the country. And I figured rather than starting my own thing, reinventing the wheel, I may as well join forces with them and do my own thing with an under under their umbrella. So you know, obviously, I've got the reach in the action sports industry and and the following that I've got, whereas she's you know, horse money basically. That's where all the donations and stuff come in from, and so I've got some plans coming up for a, uh, a fundraising campaign. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I'm just going to say this. If you are fortunate enough, like uh, some people unfortunately aren't in, in growing long hair, uh, I know you've had some very long hair in the past, Dano, but we're going to do some sort of a, a fundraising campaign based around long hair. So if you've got it there and don't cut it yet, I saw Brenton cut it the other day. I was like, damn it, dude, you could have waited. But hopefully we'll be releasing that in the next few months. Oh, you know there's plenty of long hairs out there, oh, B-Rad. Come on so, now. So we'll, uh, we'll get something going around that. But, yeah, just keep an eye on um, both you know, my, all my social media as well as my recovery page. And, and I'll be putting it out there. And, and I'm, you know, I'm sure you'll see it with all the people that I hope will uh, help rally behind it as well. All right. One last uh, point I want to talk about is May 7th, Wings for Life. What do you know about that? Yeah, so obviously... Um, if you know about the Wings for Life World Run, they uh, they do it in certain spots around the world and around the country. And they, uh, the the location for this year again is in Sunrise, Florida. You can sign up and go down there and run with a whole massive crowd and 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 help raise money for for spinal cord injury 
research. But then also, if you don't want to drive to Sunrise, you can join the crew. Um, we've got a bit of a group going together with uh, Next Step Orlando. That's the rehab gym I go to while I'm over here. And between myself, Ben, and CC Roberts, we've um, sort of got a combined team uh, that are going to be starting at Subu CrossFit um, that morning or whenever, whatever time it is. I believe it's in the morning that they they do it and everyone does the selfie run together and you know runs along and i think you use the app to to know when the chaser car kind of gets to you and when you you have to stop running but that's going to be a good time so definitely you know join forces on that jump on my instagram you'll be able to see some links to that and and how you can go about getting involved all right man well uh with that being said be rad thanks for uh showing up here tonight yeah, it's been a great time dano and you know, may as well throw these out there. It's pretty much just at Brad Smaler the whole way through. Um, and then also on Facebook, it's Brad Smaler's Recovery. Now, um, f for the, the spelling, S-M-E-E-L-E. -E -E. And uh, you'll all see you there, and I'll, I'll be posting stuff and updates as much as I can. I know, you know I've sort of been slacking a little bit on certain updates and posts, but I, you know, I'm definitely going to start posting a bit more and get things going. And I'm you know, just going to try and be a busy man and... and you know, looking forward to, to getting home into some comforts, but, you know, I always hate leaving Orlando. And of course. Looking forward to coming back, hopefully later this year if I can. Um, but, yeah, I love it out here and, and love all the crew, and it's great to be out here and, and seeing everyone, and I'm looking forward to this weekend with you. And we love you. Guys, give it up for B-Rad Smela. Thank you. Appreciate you. it, Dana. All right, folks, uh, once again, I want to thank you guys all for coming out here. Folks, I'm the Noise of the North. I'm Dan Man. I want to thank you guys for joining me out here for this Golden Mike podcast special presentation. Y'all have a good night. Thanks a ton. Peace. GoPuck is a mountable, compact, durable, and portable rapid charging battery. The technology behind GoPuck started in the indie car racing industry, and now they're bringing their passion about light, fast, and powerful products to the world of action sports. GoPuck allows you to stay connected, capture priceless moments, and most importantly, enjoy mobile freedom. The GoPuck can hold up to five rapid charges. If you know me, you know I don't go anywhere without mine. GoPuck is available at Performance Ski and Surf or online at GoPuck.com. That's gopuck.com. C4 belts are the newest wakeboarding accessory to hit the market. Made of premium TPE thermoplastic, C4 belts are waterproof and backed by a lifetime guarantee. Available in multiple colors and designs, C4 allows you to mix and match straps and buckles to create your own unique color combinations. C4 stands for choose your color, choose your cause. Look good, do good. C4 belts. The Golden Mike Podcast is back with the noise of the north, Dano the Mano, presented by Sea Deck Marine Products. Yeah, finishing things strong right there with B-Rad Smela. What an awesome time it was having him there for the podcast. And then, of course, finishing off the weekend, uh, announcing with him at the Wake Open both Saturday and Sunday. I'm actually recording this portion right now. Post Wake Open, I wanted it to be a little bit more up to date here. So, a big thank you to all of my guests. First of all, Corey Tunison, Megan Ethel, Jake Palat, Glenn Fletcher, James Balzer, and of course, P. Rad Smela. Um, talking about Brad announcing with me on 
uh, Thursday and Friday of the contest. Gunther Oka was my co-announcer, which was really, really cool. You know, we had James Balzer on the show. He took a win in the pro men's division of Wakeskate, his first major pro men's Wakeskate win behind the boat. He's an 11-time Canadian national champion, but this was really, really special for him. He's had so many second and third place finishes over the last half decade, so he really, really earned this one. Georgia Gregorio, young lady out of Italy, she took the win in the pro women's division. Another new face, really, to the U.S. scene, really. I mean, she's been known internationally, but only 19 years old, very explosive off the wakes. Gunther Oka took a win in the junior pro men's division, so that was neat having Gunther on the microphone with me and then watching him go out there and just crush it against the most elite young athletes in the 14 to 18 year old age bracket. Harley Clifford recaptured the gold bib on tour, meaning he is now the leader in the Wakeboard World Series. He took a win this weekend. The dude is on fire. He's got it all. It doesn't matter the conditions. It doesn't matter how much pressure is on. Comes out of the gates. Pretty much performs every single time. He did have a bobble on his double tantrum in finals. Looked like he fell on it 10 times, and then he stood up and went down and then stood up. Anyways, he rode away from it. Uh, He put down some big tricks. He did have a fall in his run, but ended up being able to take the W in Orlando. The wind was howling out there, unfortunately. But, hey, it is what it is. Once again, I want to say thank you and congratulations to Mike Comrie, Ian Hickmont, who took the win. They won the Go Pucks from the giveaways during the live podcast episode. And, of course, CDEC C4 Go Puck Performance Ski and Surf for all the free swag that they hooked it up with. All right, guys, I've got some upcoming events this weekend, May 5th, 6th, and 7th. We're going to be in Las Vegas, Nevada with Boulder Boats for stop number one of the 2017 Malibu Boats Rider Experience in Central WWA Wakeboard Regionals. And, of course, there's a Pro Card Qualifier over there as well. Join us that Thursday night at Boulder Boats for the event registration, a little pre-party, a meet-and-greet with all the pros. We're going to be doing a live episode with Ali Derome, Chad Sharp, Tara Mikasich, Jeff Langley, just to name a few. Basically, Team Malibu is going to be in the house. That's happening uh, during the weekend as well, so stay tuned for that. Then, May 18th through the 21st, I'm heading to Texas, TSR, Texas Ski Ranch, Cable Stock, We've got a live podcast episode there as well. There's a ton of great competition and a lot of fun on the water. Memorial Day weekend, May 26th to the 28th. I'm going to be at Callaway Gardens, Pine Mountain, Georgia. It's the Masters, one of my favorite events each and every year. The tradition, and it's like my 12th or 13th year announcing it. June 10th and 11th, we're back in Orlando for the Performance Ski and Surf Gravel Tour. Now that's going to be a fun weekend. I recommend this event or this weekend in general for any level rider. If it's your first contest or maybe you've done a few different contests, it's a great place to meet new people, ride behind a a great boat as well. Plus, two events in a row sets you up in a nice place for a uh, great prize at the end of the season. I don't know if you guys know this, but Performance does a ton of awesome prizes for the top five of every division at the Gravel Tour every year. I mean, that alone is a reason to join. All right, now, if any of you guys are interested in having me announce, commentate, do voiceover work, or appear at your next event, maybe you want to advertise in the Golden Mike podcast. Maybe you want me to uh, record a voice message for you like I did for Jimmy LaRich. 
or maybe you just have a question in general, email me, goldenmike at noiseofthenorth.com. You guys can always message me through the Golden Mike Facebook page. I love hearing from you guys because that lets me know that you guys are listening. Rate and review the show on iTunes. First things first is find us on iTunes and or any podcast app on your Android device. Search The Golden Mike M-I-C Podcast. And then, of course, make sure you subscribe to the show. Once you do that, rate and review the show, blah, blah, blah. It helps us out with all of our sponsors. Anyways, I want to thank everyone who participated in this live episode, all the athletes and all the folks from Performance Ski and Surf who helped make it happen in the WWA. And now a few shout-outs to the sponsors and the folks behind the scenes. Thank you to SeaDeck Marine Products, Performance Ski and Surf, Boulder Boats, Woodrow Sustainable Optics, GoPuck, Malibu Boats, C4 Belts, Rockstar Energy, Leadwake, CWB Board Company, Ronix, Jenna Carruth on the web, Rich Walsh on the audio, and that's going to do it for today's show. Guys, appreciate y'all for tuning in and listening. I'm the Noise of the North, I'm Dan Lomano, and you can hear me next time once again on the Golden Mike Podcast.